0: Monty Python's Flying Circus Hello again,
1: and welcome to the show
2: Hey everybody, welcome to TV Donut, this is Hannah Hi Hannah, it's Saskia over here And we are joined by our sub-donut, the one, the only
1: Eric Ivanovich I prefer to be called the the Timbit
2: Okay, that's cool I'll
1: be the Timbit
2: Why not the the donut hole? Hole in the middle
1: yeah, okay, well, it's the Timbit. Yeah. If yes. you
2: live in Canada.
1: Yeah, well, I, I think I we think all live in Canada.
2: We do. Tim Hortons has the word Timbit uh, copyrighted. Oh, copyrighted. Yeah.
1: Ooh, okay. It's well, donut-hole. I'll be the sub donut then. I don't mind. That's okay. O- that's okay. Cool. It's your podcast.
2: Piers is uh, not here, he's gone away somewhere. This is the podcast where we pick a television show at random, and then we watch the first and last episode of the first season, and we try to figure out what happened in the middle, which is why we call it Donut, because there's a hole in the middle. Uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, this time we are doing... Monty Python's Flying Circus. you're on their own there with the unfortunate. Uh, Just in terms of it could not possibly be a worse donut. That is true. Yes, exactly. So last episode we had what we claimed was the best donut we've had in a long time, which was uh, Stargate Universe. Yeah. Because there was so many questions and we were like, (laughs) what the hell is happening? And we got to figure some of it out. Exactly. And in this case, like, I mean, there is a recurring character In both of these episodes, in The Man man of the Sea. Does he have a name? I am so... I should just stop talking because all Monty Python fans are going to hate me starting now until we are done this. Because I know nothing and I don't want to say the wrong thing. (laughs) But there's a man in the sea and then in the end he was in a coffin and it was the same man. Yeah. So he might have had some adventures that we missed in the middle. That's all I'm saying. That's
1: true. Uh,
2: For the first time ever, I am not going to read a synopsis of these episodes because it's literal gibberish. uh. It would make more sense (laughs) to read through my notes, which is also going to sound like gibberish. It's just words. It's a
1: sketch show.
3: It is a sketch show. That's a good thing to say. And most of the descriptions just hold the titles of the sketches. But so yeah, we don't have to go over it.
2: Yeah. We can talk about it. We're going to do it ourselves with our words
3: this time. Yes. For there are no real threads throughout
2: in other than there in the first one, there's
3: are a whole
2: bunch of... They are linked by pigs. There are threads throughout the episode. Yes, yes, definitely.
1: They're not as concrete as you would find in a non-sketch show. A non-absurdist sketch show.
2: Can I ask a question? Of course. Why is the pilot called Wither Canada? What sketch had anything to do with Canada? Did I miss that? Maybe no. it's
1: because like the
2: finale is called intermission, and it was you know they said the word intermission like a yeah. million times. But there were I was expecting like a weird Canada sketch, and there was nothing like that. No, there wasn't
1: any hmm. ideas
2: about that, and it's a question mark too. Uh,
1: maybe because they didn't talk about Canada in World War Two in the final uh, segment. They're like, "Where's Canada?"
2: No. Did oh, they? That's not it.
3: Well, they never say that. No, they don't. No. Uh, yeah, so I don't have an answer. Okay. So uh, this a lot of this is rooted in randomness. Though, so
2: maybe that's also random. September fifth, nineteen sixty nine, which was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it hurts, at least my enjoyment, that we are very far divorced from like the a lot of the stuff they're referencing. Yeah. And also, a lot of it is, is very English, which is not our, like, basis of experience, kind of. you know, It's they're yours. Making, yeah, until I was two. Okay. Uh, but they're making fun of, like, you know, shows you would see on English TV or certain people that are in their society. So it's not as relevant, I don't think. Alright, now fair. you two talk it about is how fair. much you love it and it is everything fair. that happens. <laughs> and I'll just jump in every once in a while. Um, there is one sketch out of both of these that I genuinely loved. Is it in
1: the first episode or I wonder or the if one? you can
2: guess which one it is. Okay,
1: hold on. Because I, I have a list of the sketches <laughs> here.
2: uh I i thought it was so funny and I can't wait to talk about oh, it. Oh my god. See, that's so hard for me. The rest of them, I've i mostly didn't get hey. like not that i didn't like i uh, i genuinely didn't get them so i want you guys to explain how funny it is to me.
1: is is the one that you liked arthur two sheds That's jackson it, that was gonna
2: be my guess no what but somehow it's one of it's, the best it things. is one of the that best was hilarious there are others that i found funny yeah but just only one that i was like oh my god this is a great like i get why this is a great sketch yeah arthur two sheds jackson was hilarious <laughs> like let's start there yeah He he considered getting a second shed Yeah So he got this nickname And it's all they'll talk about And he (laughs) hates it so much He's considering getting rid of the one shed he does have Yep Hilarious
0: Last week the Royal Festival Hall Saw the first performance of a new symphony By one of the world's leading modern composers Arthur Two Sheds Jackson (laughs) Mr. Jackson Good evening May I just uh, sidetrack you for one moment, Mr. Jackson? This, uh, what shall I call it, nickname of yours? Oh, yes. Two Sheds. Yes. How did you come by it?
1: Well, I don't use it myself. It's just a few of my friends call
0: me Two Sheds. I see. And do you, in fact, have Two Sheds?
1: No, no. I've only one shed. I've had one for some time, but a few years ago I said I was thinking of getting another one and since then some people have called me two sheds
0: in spite of the fact that you have only one yes I see and are you thinking of purchasing a second shed no Uh, to bring you in line with your epithet no I see I see well let's return to your symphony Uh, now then did you write this symphony in the shed no have you written uh, any of your recent works in the shed of yours no it's just a perfectly ordinary
1: garden shed
0: see and you're thinking of buying the second shed to write in
1: no no look this shed business it doesn't really matter at all the sheds aren't important it's just a few friends call me two sheds and that's all there is to it i wish you'd ask me about my music i'm a composer people are always asking
0: about the shed but they've got it out of proportion fed up with the shed i wish I never got it in the first place i expect you're probably thinking of selling one no, i will sell one then you'd be Arthur, no sheds, Jackson. <laughs> no, forget about the sheds, it doesn't matter. Uh, Mr. Jackson, I think with respect we ought to talk about your symphony.
3: It's and then he'll and be Arthur
2: no sheds. Hilarious fifty years later, you know what I mean? Like the, the concept of two sheds is like completely <laughs> makes sense to anyone anywhere anytime, right? That's classic. You can still it's <laughs> yeah. still funny. Yeah. Hilarious.
1: Um, is the one that you liked in the oh. second episode?
2: Is it It's the Arts? <laughs> no, I'm not going to tell you which episode it's okay. in. Let's talk about all the sketches. Okay, okay. Do you guys want to tell me anything about the man that runs out of the ocean? No, uh, yeah. I, I
1: will. I will tell you that his first in this first episode, it opens with a man in the ocean. Like, and you can tell that he's been out in the ocean for years and years, maybe yeah, decades. He looks like
2: Tom Hanks from Castaway. Yes. yes.
1: And it starts, it's like a very far shot away, he's running in from the ocean, it takes him like a minute and a half it's quite to a get time. up to the beach, and he finally, once he finally reaches the camera, he can finally tell us what he's been meaning to tell us, and he says, it's, and then it goes into Monty Python's Flying Circus. Yeah. It's, that's what we're watching, it's Monty Python's Flying Circus, and it's super funny, and you're wrong for not liking
2: it. Right? I, didn't, I didn't like it. Mm. I said I don't get it. Uh,
1: I think that you do get it.
2: It's, I rewound that, and put the uh, subtitles on because I was like, what did he say?
3: You're waiting <laughs> for so long for something to happen and then you never even get a payoff really because the introduction is taken over by the, their, their intro.
2: Right. Which and, is all these crazy images. And he doesn't get nope. a punchline to this like ridiculously long setup. So is the joke that he never gets satisfaction ever through all of these thirteen episodes? He's trying to tell us something, but It might be one of them. We never but get it. But it's also We never get it?
1: It's more of a joke on us. Okay. Like so the first time we like see him what you've been it's to. it's um Yeah, it's it's a prank on us, basically. Like it's a Shaggy Dog story.
2: We're waiting for him to. I get that.
1: I think that we will see him go through a journey.
2: He runs back out into the ocean at the end of the episode. Yeah. And then at the beginning of the last episode, he's being carried in a coffin, but he's still alive. Then he runs away, and they shoot at him.
1: Yeah. I think that that's the thing that we will. That's the running thread that we will see. Like if we had watched in the middle. We would see them expanding on the joke that uh, it's a prank on the audience that they're, you know, waiting so long for this payoff, and then the payoff is he says it's, and then he gets interrupted by <laughs> Monty Python's Flying Circus. Gotcha. So I think it'll at the first, uh, the first few episodes, it will be something like that, and then he will be, he, his journey will be more uh, expanded upon. Okay. So we saw the end of that.
2: Gotcha. Yeah, then the very beginning. Yeah, but not really the end because he still was alive. He was mm-hmm. getting away. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then it goes into the first sketch, which is I just wrote Mozart. It's Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Is the title Death yes. of Genghis Khan. Judges hold up score. So they're ranking the the best deaths in yeah. history. Didn't didn't care for it. <laughs> Explain to me why it was funny. <laughs> I like this. This is good. Go ahead.
3: Uh, <sighs> Famous Deaths was the second sketch. They kind of run into each other.
1: Yeah. Um I didn't really like Famous Deaths that much.
3: It's not the best one because a lot of the, the a lot of the deaths I don't know who they are. Well, I I do know some of them. But we don't even get to see most of them. We see the scoreboard in the end.
1: It's it's a, it's a um it's an anti-comedy thing, right? Like when we see we're going to okay, so Mozart sets it up like we're going to we're going to watch the you know we're going to rank rate the the famous death of Genghis Khan and then we see that death and it's mostly him wandering back and forth like Inside, looking in, around outside of his tent and then he dies
2: yes so that's a number 6
1: yeah we're expecting
2: some epic death and we're we expecting get something, something
1: funny and we get something uh incredibly mundane which they then rate as if it's an olympic sport
2: gotcha yes so the that is, just came out with yours. Yeah. Right?
1: That is why it's funny. It's not great.
2: Uh, I I get why the Italian class sketch was funny. <laughs> I just don't think I found it that funny. But that one I don't even explained to me. I'm trying to teach him Italian. See, oh, no know Italian.
3: All of these can't understand them. Are linked pretty much by somebody sitting on a pig, and then he goes to a chalkboard, a board of somebody yeah, every, crossing out a pig. Every time and they sit they, on a
1: pig, they cross off a pig. I didn't
2: get the pig thing either. <laughs> uh, we'll get to. I can't wait for you to explain that to me at the end. Like who was. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm so I think so it's happy. I
1: think it's funnier that you don't get it than it.
2: I don't. I, I literally wrote lots of squealing pigs crossed out. Um. Okay. There's so much German in this episode. I'm so but excited there, to old. have. Okay, good. That's <laughs> what I wanted to know because I was like, "Is Saskia going to tell us the joke? I can't wait to hear the joke." <laughs> oh no! We could all die here today. God, no. Uh, um. Amazing. We'll get to it. i will uh, tell you what they said. Thank you. Please, I want to know every word. Add for Wizzo butter. And the ladies again, <laughs> see, very... again. I get why that's funny. It was it was okay. It was charming, you know. Like, it was you better good. you do that to me. I'll slit your face. Absolutely indistinguishable from a dead crab. Uh, yeah, exactly. I like how they. And that's funny. Like going back all the way back then, that they did those kind of like Coke versus Pepsi, like yeah. taste test street things, which was so weird. But yeah, I love how they all dress and drag, and they look great as ladies many and, times. Yeah. Fantastic.
0: Yes, Mothers, new improved whistle butter containing 10% more or less is absolutely indistinguishable from a dead crab. Remember, buy whistle butter and go to heaven. I can't tell the difference between whistle butter and this dead crab. Yes, you know, we find that nine out of ten British housewives can't tell the difference between whistle butter and a dead crab. You're on television, aren't you? Yes, yes. yes oh, yeah! Yes, silly yes, yes, yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> women can't tell the difference between Wizard Matter and the Dead crowd. Oh, oh yeah! Oh, yes. You try that around here, young man, and we'll slit your
2: face! Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> razor, like several that. times throughout the episode. I mean, it's not great that they s- don't have a lady in their troop. They do. Oh, good. Well, sort of. She's in she's one of the episodes, but she's not part of the troop, no. But
3: she's in many of their many of these
2: episodes and their movies as well. Cool. And Terry Gilliam did all the animation and yes. both these episodes in everything. which were really cool. Yes. I really liked that. <laughs> they
1: weren't as funny as they weren't super funny but they were like really weird and interesting yeah. and they kind of got a laugh from me out of um,
2: Was there a laugh track? There was laughing in the second episode for sure and I was like In the
1: first one too. Okay. Yeah. There is. That's yeah.
2: not a live audience.
1: It could be. I okay. don't know.
2: I should have looked it up. Who knows? I just was confused. Uh, Which
1: I thought was interesting at the end of the credits. Not the end of the credits. When I'm watching the credits, Terry Gilliam's not part of Monty Python at that point. Yeah,
2: not yet. He had to make his way onto the team. It's kind of cute. I like it. Yeah. Okay, now let's talk about It's the Arts, in which, yes, Eddie Baby, Sweetie Frank, <laughs> was kind of funny. As it was R- and that, again, still very relevant. Like, yeah. you could so get that personality of that person that's going to do that. But those two sketches,
3: too, are very much linked, because it's, like, the same... They're on the same show, yeah. in a way. Like... It's it's Sir Edward Ross and then it's Arthur Tuchet's being interviewed in the same yeah. place, pretty much. Ugh,
2: Arthur Tuchet.
1: It's pretty. It's, really it's pretty great. classic. Just um, juxtaposition of like high art with uh, you know not just not taking them seriously.
2: Yeah, and it, again, it's a very British thing to have these like panel shows where yeah. you're swinging from talking about um, you know Sir edward ross and then you're on the street corner watching picasso paint on his bicycle which was ludicrous
1: that's <laughs> really good
2: yeah. yeah very funny a long one
1: um yeah,
2: yeah. jinx
1: so yeah they they have a they, there's a sketch where for the first time in history they're <coughs> going to have picasso painting while on a bicycle. And they introduce the concept of Picasso's going to be painting on a bicycle, but then it keeps expanding. They <laughs> like.
2: never mention that it's in a race against other no. famous painters. They also don't mention that they're pretty much on tricycles. The whole <laughs> yes, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean that would make it easier, I guess, to paint, right? Yeah, yeah. No way, too freaking because you're lo- too easy, I'm right? It's one of my
3: scenes when John Cleese is like talking at the speed of like lightning yeah, he's speed.
1: commentating, right? And on then, these
3: things that, in the end, is revealed that they're like crawling by. him. Yeah.
1: Well, I like that he um, he's commentating on like, oh, I think I see Picasso in the distance. Here he comes, and then someone just walks up from off frame and is like, that's not Picasso, that's somebody else. So I can't remember. Kandinsky. Yeah. Well, this other painter, and then he's like, oh, you're right, and then he starts like rapid fire, like, and here comes this other painter. Here's burning flight Pollard.
3: over the cornfield.
1: And then you zoom. <laughs> they they pan out. And you see that they're on, like, the two of them are on, like, a an island in this roundabout. Yeah. So she could not have come from anywhere. She had to cross the street <laughs> to, to reach him. So she was just standing there on, on the island. And little touches like that are yeah. what makes
2: this show I great. I agree. Hannah. I'm, I, okay. Well, I'm explaining it. I, I, I appreciate it. And then it. it
3: ends, like, as yet absolutely no sign of Picasso, and then we find out he has
2: fallen off of his bicycle. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> and then we get to the beginning of my favorite sketch. Oh, here we go. Seriously? The funniest joke in the world? I, how far they took it is what made me... It is the bulk of the episode, actually. ...happy. Yes. Because this first part, where Ernest Scribbler, who is a writer of jokes, accidentally writes the, the funniest, funniest joke j- in the yeah. world, aka the killer joke... All the way through the cops, I was like, okay, like, the lament was kind of funny, but whatever. But when they started screaming it over the battlefield in German, like, not even shooting back anymore, I was dying. That is... 10 steps past like what a sane person would think of and yeah. it's amazing. It's so funny. This joke is so funny. So, can you please just tell us everything that happened because I was so mad that you weren't <laughs> here to tell me what they were screaming in German. So,
3: what they are screaming in German is a uh, German gibberish. <laughs> They are actually not speaking German, although it sounds extremely German. And there is real German words in here, but most of the words they're using are not actual words. Oh, no. They say yeah
1: at one point. Yeah, right?
3: they do. Yeah. No, no, some of these are uh, yes. Um, so this is what they say. Then ist das
0: Nullstuck, geht uns Slottermeier. Ja,
2: Feuerhund, das die Flipperwald gespuckt which is sounds amazing whatever it is
3: Flipperwald is uh, is like dolphin fins and forests.
2: What? It means both <laughs> of those
3: no, things No like flipper is Well, it's the 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 fin of the dolphin Flipper, the flipper. Yeah, the flipper. Flipper is the better word. Yeah. So Flipper right. Forest is the word they're saying.
2: Okay. So that's which not, is not a real word. No, no. none of these got are you. None of them are. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. I mean it's <laughs> annoying, but I mean what could they do, right? They can't really <laughs> However,
3: the joke they come up with in the end obviously is a real joke. Well, they translated it sort of Which was the peanut joke? It's so good. I do not get that at all. Okay, please explain
2: that to me. That's so funny. It's so good because I didn't get it at first either, and it's like, okay, (laughs) let's get there. (laughs)
3: It
2: was so good. There's some things we need to mention about the sketch. No,
1: my favorite part of the sketch is when the 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 Nazi officers are interrogating this American,
2: trying
1: trying to find out what the joke is. And there's a guy who, they only have one Nazi outfit. Yes. So the other guy is wearing a sign pointing to his own face that says Gestapo officer.
3: Graham Chapman. And
1: every time he slaps the American, he, he very, he's like two feet away, he very clearly does not slap him but the guy wearing the the Gestapo officer uniform claps
3: yeah. <laughs> and at time
1: and at first like that's just the joke and then he raises it by saying like if you don't talk now i'm going to start actually hitting you mm-hmm. um which I thought was super funny. Hilarious. And then when he shows up again later, it has a sign that says, a different Gestapo oh, officer. I didn't even notice that.
2: That's amazing. That's amazing. Oh, uh,
3: That was awesome. But this is a, such a great part, because he tells him two different jokes and every time he's like, that's not funny.
1: And he slaps him. <laughs> he
3: just slaps him. And then in the end, he te- ends up telling him the joke. And Otto, who was yeah. a German Gestapo officer, is writing it down. He dies laughing, and then John Cleese is still holding it together.
0: Ben is das letzte Stück. Get uns Lotte Meyer. Ja, bei Hund das öder die Flipperwald Gaspott. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: not funny.
0: <laughs> 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 the flipper <bag>
1: <laughs> It's like that's
0: not funny,
3: yeah. and, and then, then he, he does crack's laughing. laughing, and it's the best because he repeats part of the joke. Oh, as he's laughing
2: so good. My favorite part is when they said that the new joke was sixty thousand times more powerful than the previous <laughs> war joke, and then they showed Hitler uh, telling the "my dog has no nose" joke. And I was obsessed with that joke when I was a kid. I would tell it constantly to anyone that would listen. I thought it was the funniest thing in the world, and it's so funny to see Hitler. My dog has no nose. How does he smell? <laughs> Terrible. It's, it's so funny. I was crying. I was laughing. Okay, please. So the Germans broadcast their version of the killer joke. Yes. Which is there's peanuts and one isn't salty. Please explain. get no, no, no. I don't get
3: it at all. There are there are
2: two peanuts. There are
1: five peanuts. Two.
3: There zwei. Zwei. Oh, sorry. Zwei.
1: Two. Okay.
3: Yeah. <laughs> walking down the street. No. Okay. There are zwei peanuts walking down the Straße. And one was assaulted.
2: Oh, a peanut. There is a
3: break in between assaulted and peanut. Peanut. And I I just pictured this (laughs) peanut being assaulted, and then like 30 seconds later, I'm like,
2: Oh my God! It's a salted peanut. I only heard one was salted, and I was like, okay, and the other one wasn't. Like, I don't get why that's funny. Assaulted. <laughs> okay, it's okay. not funny. It's, it's still not, not supposed, funny. It's and not supposed goes, to be funny. Ho, ho, ho,
3: and ho. This, and this British couple is just sitting in front of their TV, and they don't think it's funny <laughs> at all. it's not. Oh,
2: but that's why it's funny. it's oh, <laughs> not funny. I laughed so hard. Oh, God. Amazing. And then we find out the the war eventually ended and uh, joke warfare was banned at the Geneva Convention and they laid the joke to rest the unknown joke which again it's like it's such a good button on that joke like the unknown soldier the (laughs) unknown joke because no one alive has ever heard it because they can't because they would die (laughs) if they did and then Pigs 9 British bipeds (sighs) 4 Pigs to face Vicky Carr in the final which was again so English because it's like it's, it's, you know, you're just watching British TV and it's like scores, scores, scores. Yeah. It's just, anyway, so funny. Hilarious. Okay, <sighs> you turned me around on a couple of those. Okay, Sorry. good. Let's talk At about... At least four of those were solid gold. No, that, I, yeah, like I said, that, that joke joke. The joke joke got me. That's is, when I was like, okay, this is worth investing This is why in.
1: I think... Um, I think it was the, at least
2: ten minutes long. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. But it had so many levels, and it totally changed. Like this, it like did. It was yeah. great.
1: I think this is why the movies, the Monty Python movies, are so much more loved than the TV show, is because they have... It's so hit and miss, right? Like...
2: As sketch shows always are, to be totally fair. Like, you can't... I don't think name... I mean, I think a lot of people would say Chappelle Show is, like, almost all hits.
1: Yeah, um, Chappelle Show, uh, uh, Mr. Show, I think, like, I don't think I've ever watched an episode of that that had, like... Even if there are less funny sketches, they... The way that the sketches in Mr. Show flow into each other and build on each other is really impressive. So even times when I'm not laughing, I'm like, wow, this is really well-written.
2: Yeah. But if you watch NS- SNL or you watch, like, Key and Peele, like, not every sketch is, like, you know, you're crying laughing. Yeah. You're all like, okay, yeah, that's kind of funny.
1: But the the ones where they do, so they have, like, a few really strong hits, like uh, Arthur Tuchet's Jackson. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the funniest joke in the world, which just builds on itself and, and grows and grows and grows. I think that might be part of why the movies are so successful, is because they just... Instead of spreading out, like, these are, all these episodes are about half an hour. Instead of 6.5 hours of some incredible jokes and some not-so-great jokes, they, they have just the cream of the crop, the best of the best. And, um, and they usually have a through line going through them, like an, a narrative uh, that the sketches are built on. And it, as we can see with uh, Funniest Joke in the World it works really well when they have when, when they have like a base like a skeleton yeah. to build around. Yeah.
2: Definitely. I think also in, in features you have so much more time in editing Yeah, and like rethinking things moving things around whereas if you're making a weekly television show it's like well this is what we got done here you go. Yes. But
3: also like the, their more successful films are Life of Brian and uh, Holy Grail, Holy Grail, yeah, which yeah. which have one story, and then now for something completely different is like a it's a film, it's yeah. one of their films, but or the meaning of life. Yeah, they're they're sketches, right? Well, they're they're put together, but they're I think they have more of a theme throughout than
2: this show does. They do the movies after the show or before? Or I think during. during. After. Was it all after?
1: I think after. Excuse well, me um, a it feels like sure. this,
2: this. They I they a a look, 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 look very young. young. They look so well, young. Well, Holy Grail was. 75. And uh, it just feels like this is them kind of getting their sea legs, which is another reason why the films are probably even better than yeah. this is, because they knew what they wanted to do and how, how to do it right. Meaning of life. <laughs> okay, let's talk about intermission. We already discussed the sea, C- I kept calling him sea C- man. I uh, think <laughs> he was being carried in a coffin and he jumped out and said, it's, and then we got the uh, intro again. And then this first sketch again, like it just I didn't care for it. The woman that just like couldn't stop talking and telling everyone everything, and then we had a random headmaster show up. but then the sh- the waiter upset about serving meat, even though they're in a vegetarian restaurant, like it was just chaos. It, it didn't was seem chaos. to connect really. Uh but uh it's enough for me to see Eric Idle in a beautiful dress. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah
2: <laughs> he looked great. He, he was, was great. great. He was funny. Like that was so yes. more alive like that. Blah, 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 but it was I don't know. I didn't really get the point of the sketch. It's I, not I, each... I Chapman, but Graham Chapman, he enters and he's all happy to avoid Yeah, not his only way. are
1: we proud of it, we're smug
2: about it. Yeah. yeah. And then a naked guy gets rolled in as the special, even though they don't serve meat, they do serve humans. Yeah, Yeah. with the apple in his mouth, which looked like a tomato. And then Eric Idle's like, "Uh, we can't end this sketch like this. Like, we need to. Like, it was then it turned meta. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this episode is way more meta. Yeah, it is. There's yeah, there's a lot more. And then there was a couple weird ads. I didn't really get either of them. Like women on cars. (laughs) Were they not supposed? They were attractive enough. Was that the joke? I did not get the joke of the girls on the cars
1: um oh it was just uh it was just a terrible like like the advertisement was like how about this would you like this and it's just like um just like a woman like splayed out on a a car the women have nothing to do with it and, and they're just switching between like how about this model do you like this model and it's, it's just, uh, I think it's just a, a statement on, like, male gaze and, and sexism in, in advertisements.
2: Gotcha. Uh, all the albatross stuff was weird.
1: I love that albatross. <laughs>
2: you have the right. yelling. You it the yelling so albatross good. Get it on a stick! Albatross, <laughs> it's a huge albatross,
3: and he's serving it like a theater snack of yeah. popcorn.
1: He has albatross around his neck.
3: Mm-hmm. It's a
2: beautiful, old stuffed bird. And it's the only snack he has on his whole tray. He has mm-hmm. no chalk ices.
1: You can't... Of course you can't get wafers with it.
3: <laughs> uh, but to go back to your question, uh, this was uh, airing between 69 and 73, and their first film was um, And Now for Something Completely Different in 1971. Oh, right. okay. So well, some of them did all the well, I seasons. think only one of them was in between, and then Holy Grail was 75. Yeah, okay. all the other ones came... Later,
2: I believe, yes. Okay, there's a random scene, which I think was just a setup for a later joke, which is the joke I didn't get until this morning when I was reading through these notes, when the guy got his wallet stolen, and he went over to the cop, and he was like, hey, that guy stole my wallet, and the cop was like, well...
1: I thought that was that. It was kind of funny, right? Like this. This guy has this super mundane problem. He put his he put his jacket down, and then someone took the wallet from it.
2: Or did they? Like, yeah. They no, because
3: even know he if said that was a setup to go talk to the cop. He said he took fifteen dollars out. Yes. Which yeah. he $15. wouldn't know if he took the wallet. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but it's it's uh the punchline of the joke is that this guy is gay. Yeah. Which is very of its time, which is what we say when something is homophobic. Yes.
2: It's just like, hey, you want to go
0: hook up? Inspector, Inspector. Yes, hey, sir. I was sitting on a park bench just now and I put my coat down. And When I picked it up again, I found my wallet had gone and 15 pounds had been stolen. Did you see any, uh, anyone? No, no one at all. Well, there's very little we can do about that, sir. Do you want to come back to my place?
1: You're all right. Yeah. You
2: alright you did not seem to be, like, judging that. I guess you're right, that's... If the, if it's the punchline, then the punch it's judging. Line, yeah. You're right. Because I didn't really think of it like that because I didn't find it funny. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought bed. it was adorable, but The joke but it, I didn't get is later in the sketch when... When they
1: want more more fairy, fairy story yeah.
2: stories, and then they cut to actual cops being like literal fairies. I didn't get that that was a joke on the earlier sketch until this morning. I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, not funny, but you know what I
1: mean. Well, the first one wasn't funny.
2: Yeah. It it was also super short. It's less than five seconds. seconds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then here's in the next sketch. I didn't care for was was the doctor. Me, doctor, you, <laughs> like, you, right? It was just annoying. I was so. Annoying. It was so short as well. It was also fine. like, it, and it ends with the albatross. It's uh, like a who's on first joke, right? Yeah.
1: Like,
2: it's been done. I don't know. I just didn't...
1: but it's it's who's on first. But then it it grows into something much stranger. It grows
2: into a knight hitting the doctor in the face with a chicken,
1: which is probably a reference to earlier episodes,
2: which we don't get. Okay, that's. That's cool. <laughs> then uh, we get a whole slew of the historical impersonations. Yeah, which was rough because at least one of the two people in the situation I didn't know who they were. Yeah. So I mean, so it's
1: someone from history doing an impersonation of someone else from history. No, it's
2: someone from history doing an impersonation of someone that is famous in 1969 oh, yeah, as yeah. like a modern day celebrity. But for not, us, not always because well, no. I mean, the
3: terrible did an impersonation
2: as a sales assist- assistant. But that's someone that lives in London at that time. Was it... Yeah. Ivan the terrible. No, no. the sales oh, okay. assistant that he's making fun of. Right. Yeah. In okay. this department store. Yeah, but it's, it's someone nobody knows. Well, it's, yes, but I'm saying they're making a reference to the type yeah. of people that work at that department so store. So it's it's not it's like being like, oh, it's someone that you know at Eaton's, and then you do an impression yeah. of someone that works at Eaton's.
1: It's not funny to us now, but it you you like understand the R-101 that it's one
2: hundred and one disaster. Like, what the fuck is that? How the hell are we going <laughs> to know about <laughs> a traffic accident that happened fifty years
1: ago? But you understand that it's like normally you would say let's have an impersonation of say like kevin spacey doing someone from history so they're doing opposite they have a historical person doing an impersonation of someone now and then that changes into an historical person doing an impersonation of an event like a catastrophe right
3: wd grace did an
2: impersonation of a music box i didn't get that joke either
1: and then um john the baptist does (laughs) the head
2: yeah so funny but that's like us being like uh this is emily carr doing an impersonation of alanis yeah right it's like someone yeah. that's been dead for a long time doing an impression of someone that's like currently yeah. in our lives right so it doesn't now. work Which, for I mean, us. the idea is funny exactly but it just it, there was a lot of them and they don't really work like the first one does work because it's so visual yeah. right? and you get to like you know cardinal richelieu we Sort of have a basic idea of who that is in, in his, historically, yes. and then you see him singing the song, and then the makeup and the hair, and you're like, "Oh, okay, I get it." But uh, yeah, just it's it's too old. A man walking <laughs> against the wind. That was funny.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, was that Marcel Marceau? That was Marcel Marceau. Yeah, that was how it went out. Uh, I didn't get and the... And then a man struck a, about the head by a 16-pound weight. Yeah, that it that's ended. what I was about to say. I yeah. don't get the 16-pound weight that they dropped on the children. And it's, that's happened several Ooh. times. That was sad. Throughout the episode. All they wanted was recording. Ra- I oh, mean, the well, bitch shit. series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I did like the cop when he pumped up the robber and then chased him. I thought that was funny. Yeah. I don't know why I thought it was funny, but I did.
1: It's, it's just... Um... I think the way that it's animated, like it's like stop motion animated. It switches to like instead of just being filmed, it switches to stop motion, and it's it's in a really weird. Like the robber moves in a really weird way. He's like so fast. <laughs> yes. And then he like summons three other cops, and then they glide around chasing him down.
2: Yeah, that's true. That was funny. And then we're on another show. Probe around quiz program <laughs> where the host immediately gets shot and killed after he tells us we're gonna talk about crime yeah well they, they tried to solve crimes by using the Ouija board yes which spells out up yours that was great and they flew on brooms yep yeah. also great
1: more stop motion
2: yeah mm-hmm. super funny all the
1: magical cop stuff I thought was really fun I, funny.
2: I didn't necessarily like think it was like laugh out loud funny but I definitely enjoyed it yeah. I definitely was like yeah this is good I like this Fly around with your Ouija boards
3: and your brooms. Yeah. It's very cute. And then the
2: scene with uh, Attila
1: the Hun. And yeah. And then <laughs> I I I I like so, so, good. so No. So good. No. So you have someone who's clearly not Attila the Hun.
3: Pretending to Pre- be.
1: Pre- he's he's turning himself in as Attila the Hun, which is absurd because A, he's not Attila the Hun. He's not even Asian. He's he's I didn't a British even man.
2: connect that the crimes he was admitting to are those of Attila the Hun. Okay. Um, I just literally just realized <laughs> So
1: he's that. turning himself in as Attila the Hun. Attila the Hun has been dead for centuries. Yeah. He's obviously not Attila the Hun. So but they he said him... his
2: parents played a joke on him and gave him that name. A.T. Hun. Anyway. Go ahead.
1: Um... So, uh they have him take a breathalyzer to prove that he's Attila the Hun. Not like,
2: it's not a breathalyzer. Oh, uh, it's some kind of It's an Alexander the Greatalyzer. Yes,
1: which is that's he blows into the breathalyzer and then they They tricked him. They trick him. He's actually Alexander the Great. Can you tell me <laughs> Who's why Who's also, also dead? Why
2: for does space. the cop take his mustache off and put it in? that's well that's his just cat. silly. Okay. That's
1: just silly. Okay. I think maybe the mustache was just falling off. I think oh, that may have been improvised.
2: Gotcha. <laughs> We'll um, never know. Uh, Unless we can track these guys down and ask them.
1: It works either way.
2: And almost all of them are still alive. And Thank then God.
1: that leads into the final stretch.
2: Well, there's first there's the letters of objection. Oh, Those right. Those kind of funny. The were... letter of objection objecting to the letter of objection. Yes. I liked that.
1: And the guy going into the psychiatrist's office, which is very meta.
2: The last joke is not as good as the last joke in the first one psychiatry although again until this morning i didn't realize that those guys were the ones making the music yes duh how
1: did you not realize
2: (laughs) i don't
1: know but but you're skipping over the part where the psychiatrist in the psychiatrist's office yes calls him um it's like uh your next patient is in doctor and he's like hey you need to let them know that i'm a psychiatrist it's important for the for the audience to to be able to get the jokes
3: and she freaks out because she's like, well, it's I, I don't care for that. It's on the door. It's on the doors, but not in here. I didn't get
2: that at all. I and he would have rather be called a psychiatrist rather than a doctor. Telling the patient that he was no. a psychiatrist. I'm like, well, why would he be coming to see you if he didn't know what kind of It's doctor? to let I think it's her, us know. But, but also for himself. Know. That like he needs to
3: be identified as a
1: So he so it's not it's it's John Cleese who is saying like we need to know the audience needs to know that I'm a psychiatrist. Right. So then he covers his mouth with his shirt. I just covered my mouth with my shirt. The audience can <laughs> listeners cannot see that. It covers with the, his Who's mouth not? with his shirt and fakes a phone ringing so that he can pick it up and say, No you've got the wrong number. I'm a psychiatrist.
2: Oh my god I see funnier he now was, that you explain <laughs> it to <yes>. me <laughs> not too large It's Mr. Phelps to see
0: you. Uh, nurse.
2: Yes? uh, uh,
0: You you don't think you should make it clear that I'm a psychiatrist? What? Well, I could be any type of doctor. Well, well, I can't come in and say psychiatrist Larch or Dr. Larch, who is a psychiatrist. Oh. Anyway, look, it's written on the door. That's outside. Well, I don't care. (laughs) you just have to do it yourself.
1: Hello? Uh,
0: no, wrong number, I'm afraid. This is a psychiatrist speaking. Next, please.
1: Uh, come in.
2: It's <laughs> so much funnier. Maybe we should watch the whole thing together and yeah. you can explain all the sketches to me.
1: And then he he refers the guy. The guy comes in and says he's hearing music. He refers him to someone who's who's a specialist in that type of he thing. He says
3: he's he mostly <laughs> hears folk songs. Yes. yes. Which
2: John plays in the scene also starts hearing. Yeah, he can hear too. Yes, yeah, so, they're
1: inside his body. They're inside
2: his, his body, body. He's not a
1: psychiatrist. But why
2: would you send him to a surgeon when? Well,
3: <laughs> well, he he didn't. He referred him to his friend, and I think the guy. Well, he probably was a surgeon, but yes, he
1: he was a surgeon. He said someone on the phone. Resorts
3: to To surgery, yeah, immediate surgery.
2: Well, why wouldn't John Cleese tell him he can hear the music too? Would that at least make you feel better?
1: It's a, it's <laughs> Cause well, he thinks
2: it's in his head, right? Because
1: it's because it, it's it's for comedy.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's nothing. <laughs>
1: He, he realizes that there's people inside this guy's stomach making the music. Only so when he
2: cuts him open and he finds him in there. No,
1: he refers him to the surgeon because there's people inside knows. there. Yeah.
2: Okay. That's not
3: possible. He refers and him Graham to Chapman th- says, like, nothing to be afraid about, but it is extremely dangerous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he also says, there's nothing wrong with you that an operation can't prolong. Yeah. <laughs> Which was so great. Yeah, that was funny. Agreed. Uh, and so, yes, we move to the operating room, which is the last sketch of this episode. Operating theater, it is called. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we find the people in his stomach.
2: and Our squatters. There's a lot of people of in there. Of course they're yeah. not
3: paying rent. He would like them out, but... He, <laughs> hey, he un- wakes
2: him up in the middle of surgery with his <laughs> entire body, like, throat to crotch slit open yeah. to be like, uh, did you know there's a bunch of hippie dudes inside <laughs> your body? He's like, no. Oh, well, I can't get them out until you get a court order. Yes.
1: And then one court order later.
2: Yeah. The cops go and then... Release the dogs. The dogs yeah. go also inside of this body. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He makes it. And then everyone lives happily ever after. And then
3: there's the uh, last animation. It like, it's like, where she's like,
2: smile. And smile. she's reattaching all smile. the... Smile. Smile. <laughs> I like that. Yeah.
1: It's funny. <laughs> um, the back. animations in this show are really similar to... It reminds me a lot of um, our former classmate, Evan Elberson. Mm-hmm. He has a YouTube series called Evan's World. Which is hilarious. It's inc- it's incredible. Um, <clears throat> go watch that if you if you If you, you like listening. things that are funny. If you like things that m- don't really make a lot of sense, but are super funny. Yes. And if you like things like the an- the Terry Gilliam animations in Monty Python's Flying Circus. And of
3: course we do. Or any, really, any other... Monty Python, yeah. And then the last thing we hear was one of the great things. He, uh, John Cleese, says when the show returns that uh, the radio will refer to it as a history of Irish agriculture. Which
2: <laughs> so great! Which I love, I love John Cleese. Uh, are we <laughs> ready for the quiz? Oh yes, we are ready for the quiz. I have zero donut questions. Because... Okay, I have
3: uh, I have five here for you. There was none, to... but they have nothing to do. Well, yes, they do, but. Alright. Ready? Well, Eric's gonna win because he's seen all of it before. We'll see.
1: I haven't seen it in like a decade or It at was least. the
3: same for me. I was obsessed yeah. with Monty Python in high school and I watched this pretty much the whole show. It may be but I haven't t- Maybe seen twenty in a long years time. since I've seen it. And it was it was so good. I've, i might watch the
2: whole thing now again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. TV Donut is bad for your schedule. Yeah. It is. You get really sucked into things. Okay. Um,
3: in episode two, once again, animals are victimized. What typically land-based mammals apparently attempt to take flight in sex and violence? The title of episode two. Is it A, pigs? Is it B, cows? Is it C, sheep? Or is it D, horses?
1: I think it's cows.
3: Eric, final answer is cows. I was going to
2: say cows or sheep. So I'm gonna say cows.
3: Why would you do that?
2: So I can stay even with Eric. Well, you would
3: have been ahead had you gone with sheep. Damn it! <laughs> I had
2: a feeling it was flying sheep.
3: Yeah, it is sheep. Um, they can yeah, well. I don't need to get into. What happens. <laughs> they- <laughs> it's more like plummeting from a tree than it is flying. Um, but yes, that's sad for their sheep. Sheep should not climb trees. No, No, it's uh, it's, they're not
1: good at it. An evil
3: sheep convinces them that they can fly, and they're like nesting. And then, (laughs) (laughs) question number two. And now for something completely different. Was a common phrase heard throughout the Flying Circus series. Uh, Which Python said it first? And this was said first in episode two as well. Is it a Terry Jones, Uh, b John Cleese, c Graham Chapman, or
2: d Eric Idle? And if you would like me to, I can give you who those are. I know who it is. I'm a proud Brit. It's D, final answer.
1: I'm just going to say Terry Jones.
2: Uh, You are correct, it is Eric Idle. Uh, Even though John Cleese says it the most, I believe, of all of them. I have him so in my brain saying that. Eric Idle. Before you said the options, I was like, that's what I'm going to say if it's an option. He's my favorite. He's the best. He is the best. They're all great is the best. Yeah,
3: like, wow. so freaking funny. I love him. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, Hannah one, Eric zero. Yeah. What? You could be up show that two I've by never now.
2: seen that you have seen every episode of. What? Go ahead.
3: Question number three. In episode three, a series of animations by Terry Gilliam revolve around the purchase of what abstract thing? Is it a a personality? Is it b a past? Is it c courage or is it d
2: fame?
1: Uh, personality.
2: I'll say that as well.
1: (laughs) Uh, Incorrect. Good strategy.
3: Uh, You'll go first next time. Yep. Uh, The the answer is past, a past. Mm. Um, And what you can do in this episode is uh, obtain photographs of other people's lives and pretend that they are part of yours, pictures from your past. Cool. Uh, Also weird. One, nothing, still. Yes. Question number four. Mm Mm-hmm. One sketch contained in the donut features Eric Idle reading lovely children's stories with lurid themes. One such story begins like this: Rumple Tweezer ran the dinky-tinky shop in the foot of the magic oak tree by the wobbly dum-dum bush in the shade of the magic glade down in Dingley Dell. There he sold contraceptives. <laughs> 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 nailed that delivery <laughs> good job thank you <laughs> uh yes. what is the title of this sketch a happy land b story time c mr popsy's neighborhood or d the full hole the full
1: uh hole.
2: Right, oh, right. you go c final answer
1: um,
2: um b it is story time. Damn it! That's Beat. what I was going to say. But then I was like, "She wouldn't come up with Mister Popsy. What kind of garbage is that?" <laughs> damn it, Saskia! Yeah, don't work it so is hard. The, it is the plainest answer of all. Mine was. Oh God
3: damn it! It now is one tied. one, and it we are now time. And I believe you might both get this one. Oh shit!
2: Huh? Well then, we get to share the donut.
3: Question number five. Yeah. Which word used in one of the sketches from the pilot episode would be used throughout the series as the title of various companies and products? Is Uh-oh. it A, Wizzo, is it B, Mozart, is it C,
2: Picasso, or D, Sheds? Mm, I wish it was Sheds. I'm going to say A. It is A. It is A, yeah. indeed. Tie game. Do a you have a bonus? Tie game. Tie. I do not. I mean, that's okay. We can share. Where's the donut? It's in it the up. box behind the computer there. Eric, open up our donut.
1: All right. Here's the sound.
2: What kind of donut did we get?
1: Oh, is it Lemon Meringue? Is it meringue? Lemon Meringue? Perfect. <laughs>
2: yes, it is. Eric already spoiled it. Spoiler.
1: No, I, I, I bought my own Lemon he Meringue. Did. He did buy
2: well, his own. Well, then you don't need that. Yeah, you can have it. Mine. It's Thank you very much. I think that I should be the winner because I got to watch Monty Python. I got to learn why some of the sketches were funnier than I thought. <laughs> Yay. And I got to have the donut. Uh, yeah, it's it was a great a great time for me. Is there anything else you guys want to say? I mean, obviously you two are pro. Everyone should watch this. <clears> Absolutely, everyone should know what's it, going on.
1: It isn't like
2: is it, the dead parrot sketch in this series somewhere? Yes, I've yeah. seen that. So or many is times. it part of the movie?
3: No, no, no. It's part I mean, of the show. It's part of the show. I'm pretty
1: okay. sure. It's not as good as I'm like as I remember it being. Mm-hmm. There are definitely patches of like, well, I get it, but it's not that funny. Yeah, but it is like. It, it might be more interesting to watch, like, a compilation of all the greatest sketches. Right. Because it's, uh, their best stuff is unbelievably good.
2: I really could see a lot of, like, modern day, like, the influence that these guys have had on, say, yes. like, The State and other kind of or sketch Or Mr. Mr. Show, shows. where
1: there's, like, uh, there's, there's connection between the sketches. Yeah um
2: and also just a lot of randomness like uh, like the the almost permission to just like throw shit in that you think is funny even if you're not 100% sure other people are going to get at all what's yeah. going on the dead parrot sketch is actually in season 1 oh nice episode 8 i love that sketch see there are ones i've seen that there's i There's also love.
3: there's also the uh the the fruit attack like the self defense course <laughs> with the fruit have you that one is in that's in <laughs> episode
2: 3 i think yeah so funny alright let's pick our next uh, episode thank you for joining us we really appreciate no you coming yes, thank whenever you, we kindly. call you you're our favorite this was a short episode today yeah well that's what happens when you get a nice half hour comedy yeah. <laughs> but we did a, a pretty long one last time so it's good to keep it short sometimes yeah. Yeah. alright can you pick a number between 1 and 957 um
1: 800
2: I'm going with 199 okay do you guys have any hopes of no. what's gonna happen here well it doesn't matter Not because you, but yeah. it, sometimes it's good to give us something hard to do like just for your own amusement or <laughs> whatever You know.
1: no I care about you too
2: aww Thank you. that's very sweet and well if you haven't you should check out uh, the podcast that we do do with Eric do do I said do do <laughs> uh, nice. clash of the teen drama titans comes out once a month 800 the last airbender oh I've heard of that Animation, action, adventure. Mm. So is that post the film or pre? No, the film? no, no, no.
1: It's way pre the film.
2: Okay, that's good.
1: It's know. it's beloved.
2: It a lot of people like it a lot. Oh, and one hundred and ninety nine. Is that what you actually said? It is. It's funny how people give numbers and then you totally forget. Dirty, sexy money. what Shit is that? I have seen that and it's my donut. So maybe that's what we should do is that it? It's uh it's a what drama. It's got Peter Krause, he's the star. Donald Sutherland. Yeah yeah. It's good, you guys will like it.
1: I won't. I no, won't see it. You won't be
2: here. No. That's true. Uh, or do you? would you prefer that we uh, do some animation? We've done a lot of animation yeah, we this have. season. Yeah, no, it's
3: it's yours. I've, I'm up for either, actually. But I can't even find The Last Airbender of
2: 2012.
1: It's not 2012. That's when the movie came out. Did I'm you say sure. 2012?
2: It's what it says in here, but, I mean, it might be... Un-
1: I remember uncorrect. watching it I was
2: about to say as a teenager.
1: I
3: believe The Last Airbender of the movie came out in yeah 2010. Oh. I'm
2: scrolling back. Well, I I'm scrolling think back. Legend
1: of Korra came out after uh, the movie, so it might be.
2: It I, says the Last Airbender, the, the Legend, Legend of, of something, oh. but it's not there. Let's find it though. But. Legend of Korra. Yeah, that's what yeah.
1: it is. So that's like a that's like a sequel series. Gotcha. So I don't know if you would do that oh, still before. got an eight point
2: six out of ten. Oh, and it is anime, I knew that. We do what whatever the list tells us to do. Oh, so you won't. Unfortunately. Yeah, exactly.
1: You're gonna be spoiled on Avatar.
2: Uh, it takes place seventy huh? years after. Oh, Whoa. there was four whole seasons. Alright. Well, do you wanna watch that? No, we can do the other one. But <laughs> I look it up. What is the other one?
1: Friggin' pick one. It's
2: called Dirty Sexy Money, but we might have to do two episodes in one, so we might want to pick a shorter one for the next one. <laughs> Just I'm just thinking of you. Mm-hmm. I do love my dirty mm-hmm. sexy mm-hmm. bunny. It's hot. It's real hot. William also Sebastian Stan, who's very sexy. Oh my god! I'm working with him right now. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot he's on that show. And Natalie Z.
1: You know another thing you keep forgetting it. to mention in Clash of the Teen Drama Titans? Yes. Is that uh, the coach from coach one Dad. of the shows that we cover, uh yes. uh what's it called?
2: Life as we know it.
1: Life as we know it. uh, The cheating coach. Was the father in the movie that you wrote.
2: Yes. Cold zone. Check it out, guys. It's an awesome movie. Uh, Okay, we gotta make a decision. (laughs) The pilot is 42 minutes. It's regular, yeah. It's a regular one hour. Pick. You can pick. You you get to pick. Alright, let's do Dirty Sexy Money because it'll be less work for me. Okay? That's what we're gonna watch. Thank you guys for listening. We love you so much. Bye. 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 Bye.
1: Bye.